So what's up, everybody? This is Ruben Garcia, and this is a beautiful day. And today on the Proven by Ruben podcast, we have Jonathan Rivera with the Rivera Realty Group. What's up, brother? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing amazing, man. So if you could, tell everyone who you are, what you do, how you do it, and all that good jazz. Yeah, my name is Jonathan Rivera. Um, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois. Been in North Carolina for about 11 years. Um, do most of my real estate brokerage out of Robinson County, Lumberton, Red Springs, uh, uh, St. Paul's area. Um, I am a real estate broker. I've been a real estate broker since August 3rd of 2015. Love what I do. Um, super excited about that. But I also like to, uh, you know, say I'm somewhat of an entrepreneur. Started a new business this year, um, as well as real estate. So, you know, that's something we're dabbling in and, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, really excited about the opportunity. And we'll, maybe we'll discuss that a little, a little bit later. Yes, absolutely, man. Dude, there's there's a lot there and there's a lot I want to dip into. Yeah, sure. But to give some context, um, Jonathan and I ran some numbers before this. And just for the listeners, this guy is up year over year 443% in his business. Right now, he's closed about 40 units year to date and he's got about 20 pending right now and we are yeah. in we just started september september 4th 2018 yes sir yes sir yeah it's been Beast. a heck of a year it's been yeah. a really good summer um one thing i want to take away from that is uh you know we you and i talked around this time last year and it was more about being prepared for when you do explode because right. i had just started i think it was march of 2016 or 17 so yeah. i'm only a year and a half into keller williams and I left, I started brand new, nothing on my plate yeah. and I was struggling and you know, you say, Hey, you be ready whenever that happens. And, um, I didn't necessarily take your advice. <laughs> and so now I'm 20 under, but I've got an amazing assistant. Um, I, I think the lesson learned is that, you know, you never know when that business is going to just catapult and to be prepared for that. And so, uh, definitely taking that away for this summer. Yeah. So what, what would you say? To the people, so when you say be prepared, what does that look like? Well, it's having the right people in place. You know, it's always you talked about choosing talent, and um, you know, I credit you a lot for where I am today. Stop, uh, honestly. <laughs> um, no, but realistically, I think I think the thing is being prepared for, um, you know, the amount of workload. The the, the um, I guess. Uh, you know, planning for what could happen. Um, yeah. and I didn't, I didn't expect all of this, you know, I didn't expect to be doing this well this summer. And right. so I think putting the assistant in place, having uh, another one ready, uh, and then building the team, I think that's going to be something for the future. That's going to help alleviate a lot of the pressures that I'm feeling right now, but gotcha. uh, good stuff. Um, great summer. As I said, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is, uh, knowing where you are and know where you want to go. Right, right. So, so that'd be definitely something that we're going to get into. What I'd like to do is back up just a little bit. You said uh, you were in Chicago for eleven years, or you've been in Carolina I've been for eleven in North years. Carolina for eleven. Gotcha. Years. So, what brought you here from Chicago? Yeah. So, um, funny story. I was uh, <laughs> I played baseball here at the university. Uh, at the time, I was with my uh, which one? My which university? University of North Carolina, Pembroke. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So I played baseball at UNCP. The Braves. Go Braves. Um, yeah, definitely. And I was in a position where my my parents at 18, like, look, you're financially independent. We can't help you anymore. Really figure out what you want to do and where you need to be in the next few years. So Dang. I took a full ride scholarship. I never visited the university. Um, I said, you know what? I can't play baseball in the winter in Chicago with the snowflakes that looked like the same color as the baseball. So right. <laughs> true. <laughs> so I I took uh, the opportunity and I moved to Robinson County 
uh, North Carolina. So very different. Um, but I've been here ever since loved it and, uh, very happy this is definitely my second home. Gotcha. Okay. And just curious, what did you, did you major in anything? Yeah. So I majored in exercise sports science. Oh, gotcha. Um, Man, that was going to be your jam, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I was really, that was really the plan. Um, you know, once I finished school at, at UNCP, uh, I started a, uh, childhood obesity prevention program. And that was kind of what made me stay. I saw the opportunity. I realized, look, we're in a in a impoverished community um, that really lacked in physical health and education. Yeah. And I used that as an opportunity. So we started that uh, program July of 2012. And oh, yeah, t- 2011, I'm sorry. Wow. Did that for six years, pilot program, and it just took off. We sold it back to the to the uh, wow. clinic. Yeah, it's 13 kids we started with and we ended up servicing over 3900. Wow. All right, so you're in college, you're playing baseball. Yeah. Who or or how did that happen that first interaction with real estate? Yeah, so it's funny. It was something I always wanted to do, right? I I mean, and I say that because I grew up in Oak Park, Illinois, and okay. Frank Lloyd Wright is a you know, world-renowned, very famous architect who built several homes in my hometown. Gotcha. So for Christmas, you know, during the holidays, my family would take these tours. And, I, you know, I, I really like, I guess I would say I really like architecture and design is how it started. Yeah. So, you know, these incredible houses that, are be, that will be modern for the next 200, 300 years. Right. Just incredible, yeah. incredible architect. And um, I, I saw, I was like, wow, I want to be, you know, in this. I like this design or, you know, really, I guess... I was never really great at math, so real estate kind of was next. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right? So, <laughs> so um, you know, I didn't have to, to do all the CAD designs in real estate. So once I was able to supplement my income, which was three years ago, I said, look, real estate is a career. You need to have something coming in. Right. right? I mean, I, I at that point was, uh, I t- was making good money with the clinic, and I, uh, I took a pay cut. And I said, you know what? If I don't do this now, I'll never have the opportunity. And I, I chose not to have any regrets. And thank God I pushed myself off the edge and landed on two feet. Yeah. So how fast were you to move forward with real estate? Because, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, was there like a struggle of like, man, should I jump in 100%? It's going to be commission-based. And yeah, because and, I feel like a lot of listeners, viewers, they, they're in that same world, right? It may not be real estate, but it, it may be something that they're like, man, should I, I don't know if I should do this. Something's telling me I should, and I, I don't know if I should. For you, what was that defining factor? Like, no, I'm doing this. Yeah, it, it was, again, it was going back to, um, well, it, it was a life of no regrets, right? Yeah. So I didn't want, I didn't want to say, look, I'm 40 or five years old because I was running around with kids at the time. And, you know, I didn't see a long extended future um, you know, chase, you know, running around and doing this program well into my elderly age at 45 right. and 50, I would slow down. Right. And so I saw this as if I don't do this now, I won't have the opportunity to develop my network or my sphere of influence right. that's going to help catapult my real estate career. So I was making all these business contacts, meeting all these people from hospitals and different places, but was only able to utilize them in that small capacity of health yeah. and fitness right. when I felt like I could do so much more with these people that I'm meeting. And um, I felt like, look, it's now or never, John. And so I finally, you know, made myself, woke up to reality and, and made it happen. How did you feel when you when you internally made that decision? Oh, well, it was, a, I felt amazing. Yeah. It took me a little while, you know, I, to, to get on my feet. Um, yeah. My first, I sold my first house within the first 30 days. And then I actually left my other career within the first 90. 
So wow. I went from like selling one house and then I just went bang, bang, bang. So once I started my second month, things just kind of took off. Right. And um, very fortunate that happened. I did take a pay cut, but I knew I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. You know, I said, you know what? If I don't sacrifice and give 100% now and, and really leave this career, then I'm never going to be able to fill, fulfill my, my, most, my highest potential. Right. And um, I didn't want to, to lose that opportunity. I saw a niche as well. Because I'm the only Spanish-speaking broker in the county. Right. And so I'm helping all these people. If I can start focusing on this group, maybe I can, you know, you know, go to the next level and something. And yeah. So that happened. No doubt. There's a lot of power being first, too. Sure. So with you, if, you know, being that first person to, to take a hold of that market, there's a lot of trust that you're going to gain from the very, you know, being that first person. Too. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we've done that. We've yeah. done a good job of keeping those relationships. And, it, you know, this is a word of mouth business. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, servicing that demographic has helped me a bunch. And so I continue to help cousins and families. Right. And so it's and, and it's it's amazing. So I'm yeah. very fortunate and happy gotcha. to, to be able to do that. But, um, yeah. So now we're now we're in the game and you're crushing it. Right. Like Thank and you. you're doing a great, a really great job. Um, if you could kind of back to that first year in real estate. What were some of the biggest struggles that you had? How much did you sell your first year? How many? My first year, my first year unit sold was uh, 48. 48. I sold 48 units in my first year. Okay. And we're three years in right now. Three years in right now. <clears throat> first year sold almost 50 homes. What was the, what did you find was being some of the, the biggest struggles that you had? And I mean, not, not, and also being the first year agent, like we're still learning our first right, year. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're still learning every year. Every year, for sure, no <laughs> doubt. Right? Um, I guess the, the biggest struggles was, uh, for me, uh, you know, it's funny, I'm, you put me on the spot. Um, the biggest struggles I had w- were trying to, um, you know, adapt to the lifestyle environment that I was in in my office. Right? I mean, right. I think... Um, you know, it, it was, uh, it, it was, it was a challenge. <laughs> it was definitely a challenge. Okay. My, my biggest struggle, Ruben, um, was to say no to certain, to certain properties or, uh, mm. and I, and I don't think that that was a bad thing. Right. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. Well, so Two things is what I heard, right? And correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, please. Your environment must support your goals. Yes. And if your environment isn't supporting your goals, I mean, who knows how far you're going to go. If you decide you want to stay in that environment, then you might as well cap yourself, right? Sure. And you got to look at yourself and say, okay, now I'm responsible of where I'm at right now. I can no longer blame my environment because you chose to be there. Right. So your environment has to support your goals, and it sounds like you just needed to change an environment. Yeah, and, and I think that that was the hardest thing. Yeah. Um, to, to that first year, cause I did make the change within my first year, right. Um, towards the latter part of the year. And right. I, 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 uh, I wanted that to not be a reason why I couldn't grow. I felt like I saw a ceiling yeah. and I wanted to burst through that ceiling. Cause right. I asked like, what do we do next? What's next? Right. And there was no pl- growth, you know, there was no plan right. for what was next. And yeah. I felt like, you know, there's gotta be something, there's yeah. gotta be something. Yeah. And so, um, you so know, what I think you, that was a huge struggle. Yeah, no doubt. So what did you find? 
when you when you broke through the ceiling, you made a change. What did you find? Oh, there was endless opportunities, endless opportunities. I mean, every I looked around, I, I saw real estate from a different view. You know, I looked around and I looked at everything is real estate. You know, where before I was just like, I need to make this number. I need to yeah. hit this. You know, and then it was like, I changed my perspective, and all that's like a, a door opened, the book unfolded, and it was like, go for it. Mm. you know and so that was a big thing for me um i was limiting myself before then i was comfortable where i was yeah and you know and comfort you know comfort will kill you <laughs> you yep. know so i um i started reading personal development books i started listening to different podcasts and i was like these guys are hitting it on the money these guys are yeah. right on and so i'm real proud of you for what you're doing thank you this is awesome um but i felt like there was something more i was also at the age where I didn't develop until later on, right? Like I was older, but I was, you know, I always wanted to play baseball. I was always an athlete and I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do for my career. Right. So I bloomed later on. Right. Once I realized who I was and who I wanted to be, it was like, okay, yeah. what are you waiting for? Go for it. Yeah. So, so, you know, there's a, there's even a few things that I'm looking at where I'm like, you know, where it's a little uncomfortable to move forward. Mm -hmm. So what do you tell that person that is, is feeling pretty dang uncomfortable or excuse me, feeling pretty comfortable where they're at? Even, you know, they might be doing pretty well, but they're comfortable right. and, and they want to succeed to a different level. What do you tell that person? What do you tell that person? Well, I mean, you've, you've got to break out of that comfort zone. I mean, you've got to find um, the one thing that you're passionate about. And, and if it is, and if you felt like you found that, what's where does that next where does that take you what's the next level of that because there's right. always another level right but i mean you want to you want to be uh you want to reach that goal so but you don't want to um you know i guess what, what i'm what i want to say ruben is um you know person who's stuck there find your spirit find someone find people around you that are going to make you better Right? right, I think that was the thing that changed for me. All my best friends that I associate with daily, all are way more successful than me. Are invested in real estate, or or doctors, or attorneys, or physicians that do really well. Right, and so if you surround your people yourselves with people, your sphere of influence who aren't comfortable, it just forces you out of that comfort right. zone. Right, so I think that's very important. Um, surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals who want to break through that ceiling. Yeah, and so there's there's kind of an act. Uh, there's, I want to say an activity that you can kind of do. So once you, once you do move into that, that, that core group of people mm -hmm. and you find yourself getting so uncomfortable and you'll, you'll honestly, and tell me if this happened to you, you'll, you'll, you'll find that you don't talk <laughs> as much either. You, you, you just listen. listen and you're just soaking it all in listen. and you're like, holy moly. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is, is you go back to that older group of people that you were hanging out with and you start to what you learn there. You kind of you throw at them and see and see what works. See what works and see what <laughs> happens. And then they and some knock it down, right? Yes. And they're like, can never happen or or what? That sounds silly. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you start you start looking at who you need to essentially cut mm -hmm. yeah. from your life. Yeah. And so your core group will constantly keep growing you, and you're not you're not having anchors on you trying to always pull you down. If you're the smartest person in your group. You need to find a yep. new group. Yep. 
Some people love that though. You know, I they mean, love. They I'm sure they feed off that. They're just like, <laughs> I'm the best and the smartest in this group, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know that to each their own. But if you want to continue to grow, you've got to get out of that. You know, yep. you've got to find yourself in something different uh, that's going to constantly challenge you. And so that's um, that's what I had to to learn. I do that every day. Yeah, uh, we meet my group. I've got meet with three guys every Thursday at seven o'clock. We bring a new idea to the table. And is that like a standard you yeah. have to bring? Well, yeah, we bring your idea or oh, we cool. worked on an idea from last week. How are we going to, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, monetize it? How does it, how is it going to work? Oh, gotcha. what's your next step? You know, so that's always interesting to see. I brought an idea, uh, last week got shot down right away. You don't need to do that in your business. And I said, okay, you know, and it was, um, it was a way I, it was something that I wanted to use to build more, to have more word of mouth in my industry. Right. But I realized it could water down, dilute the, the brand, the brand. Absolutely. Okay. So I want to go deeper into that. Okay. And I don't know if we're allowed to go deeper into that. We can. Um, I mean, it, it was kind of, you know, I think they do it in other states. So what I wanted to do, the idea, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll just tell you. <laughs> I, know, I, I, really gonna, I know, I know. I was like, I mean, no, I was, uh, I, the one idea I had was offering um, commission discounts or, you know, offering, mm. uh, and that discount would be for servicemen, whether it be firemen, right. police officers, right. teachers. Right. And then that percentage would either go back to that person as a certificate, as a gift. Right. Or they can donate it to a charity of their of their choice. Gotcha. So it was a way of look. He helps, uh, you know, firefighters right. or firemen. And so I wanted to have, play more of a role in the community yeah. by help giving back to those who serve our right. our, our county, our our city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the, there's a program called Homes for Heroes. Okay. And and that's that's essentially what they do. And a matter of fact, we have a team here running that play right now. Okay. Um, what interesting. Yeah. What did, uh, what about it? Did they say would dilute it? It would just, well, what he said was it, you don't need that for your brand right now. And, mm. um, you have, you're building a good enough, uh, a right. good enough brand. Yeah. Whereas if don't take, go backwards, if you're already going forward. Right. Right. And I did, you know, and for me, I looked at it more of an opportunity to service. Sure. And then, you know, it would be, uh, oh, it would be a conversation for people to have amongst themselves that right. helped each other. I know, for example, I'm working with a police officer right now who tells another police officer, Hey, this guy's helping us. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. so I thought that that would be something that would be, uh, you know, unique to our, to our market. Right. Um, uh, at least in the Robertson County yeah. market. Um, because we do have a lot of servicemen and women in our area, and I think everyone, yeah, you know, they need to be recognized one way or the other. No doubt. So we're we're actually so an agent. I'm coaching. We're we're running a similar play. Maybe this maybe this would be something that you could cool. bring in, or at least bring it as an idea to yeah. your people, yeah, and see what they say. Is more of uh, finding a let's just use fire or uh, policeman right sure. now, and finding some fund that they support. Okay. Or maybe they have an annual, no pun intended, pig picking, right? <laughs> or something, right? Like, I know, that was yeah. terrible. Um, but may, well. maybe, the, yeah, maybe the money is raised for something or something. Sure. But for each person that you help out, either buy or sell their home, right? Mm -hmm. a, per, uh, a percentage or a flat amount from right. your commission goes towards That's there. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. And you have like this thermostat thing that you're keeping them updated, right? Mm -hmm. And they feel like they're giving into this one program that uh, police officers have. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is for everyone that year in that 12-month period that is bought or sold with you, mm -hmm. they all go into another drawing 
that's so even a bigger, bigger event. Yeah. Yep. Or or like for example, the one that we're going to run is um, Dancing with the Stars. So okay. they get two tickets. Mm-hmm. The winner, mm-hmm. two tickets to Dancing with the Stars. And what does Dancing with the Stars do? It it funds seed, yeah. which funds entrepreneurs. In our, I know Dancing with the Stars yeah. as well. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so maybe not, you know, as structured where it's all heroes. Sure. Maybe it's one thing sure. that you see in your... That and, could work. Yep. And then the buyers and sellers, you pull them out of basically a hat. And of course, you're taking selfies. You're telling the sure, story. Sure, you're telling the story. And I think that's, that's key. Yep. And you're amazing at that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, social media has helped me a, a tremendous amount yeah. with my business. Yeah. So I hear a lot of people say, nah, social media, I'm never going to get on social media. It's ridiculous. What would you say to those people? I'd say they're insane. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, how can you not take advantage of a free platform that opens the doors to thousands and thousands of people that look at you every single day? You know, you show the house to one person or you can show it to 2,000. Yep. Right? Yeah. And so I do a lot of live videos for that same purpose. I'm doing the walkthrough because if I can't be with you right then and there, I'm going to be with you in your kitchen when you're available with your family at yep. 7 o'clock at night. When, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, I, I think social media has completely changed my business. Um, actually, I started with it, so I wouldn't say it changed it. I'd say it's what helped me get to where I'm at today. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's funny, I, and I don't, this is some people think I'm crazy, but uh, in the Robinson County market, there's not a lot of cold calling. It just isn't. You don't right. have a lot of those cold called leads. Yeah. All of my leads come from Facebook. So those are no way. Watching. It doesn't work. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's an incredible. I think yeah. I, I and it might be because there aren't that many people doing it where I live. And so uh, being the first one to do something like that, yeah. like you said before, really changes the game. And um it's it's been incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's been incredible. So I'm I'm very happy, very thankful for that. Um uh, thank you Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> and, Mr. Zuckerberg. and other and other social media platforms. Yeah. I always tell people, look, if your social media presence is not up to up to par, they're just going to skip right through. It's like having great pictures on Zillow. Yeah. You know, right. if you don't have professional photos, I'm yeah. not going to look at the fourth and th- I don't even get to the master bedroom. Yeah. Right? How, about so, the, how about the agents who ride by and take a picture? You can still see the window still sill of their the car. Windows. It's unreal. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that more times it's than the, I ever thought I would. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. crazy. Or so, the five dollars $600,000 houses with cell phone shots. It's like, mm-hmm. God, Yeah, but they got the love listing. Love your craft. They got the listing. Yeah, and that's what I'm telling agents. Like, they're freaked out because they're $1 million, $2 million. They're like, nah, they're not going to like, you know, I'm just not up to par yet. And it's like, just go check. Go check what other agents are doing. You have to. You, I study other agents. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's crazy because I look at what everyone's doing in my market. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, I want to I want to see what they're doing and I want to make sure I try to do it a little bit better so that when I go to meet with the families. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. And you're doing a little bit better. So you. let's say this. So the social media thing, is there a, uh, a strategy like every Tuesday I go into an open house Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yeah. Or is it more off the cuff just telling the story? What does that look so like? So I like telling the story. It's more off the cuff. It's not so structured. What I do try to make sure is that I'm doing it at peak time periods. Okay. Right? So my peak periods are first thing people do when they get up to look at their Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. So a post, you might have it at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning before everyone gets to work. They're glancing through their phone. Of course, right at lunch or during after lunch. Uh, so around between 12 and 2 o'clock. Gotcha. And then right after work, right before the rush hour at 4 from 4 to 8. Um, gotcha. And then if I want to do a late night post, it's right at 10 before they go to bed. 
So I try to make sure that it's in those time periods when you're yeah. getting the most people looking in at the at the most uh, opportune hour. Gotcha. Um, so that's key. Do you uh, see that run across all all social media platforms you're on, or just mostly Facebook, or do you run that play? I Facebook, run that play Instagram, on Instagram, Snapchat. I'm really, unfortunately, I'm not so much on Snapchat anymore. Instagram has kind of taken over that. Yep, 100%. Um, you know, so Instagram is just way more, a lot more access to yeah. other people, websites, photos. Yeah. Um, much more reach with Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm developing more. But it's really started with Facebook. Yeah. So Facebook, Instagram are my main. I keep that play running with those, uh, with those two platforms. Um but um yeah i try to keep out also in my business i do as soon as i get the listing agreement signed i do a coming soon photo with a picture so i start my campaign which is my coming soon campaign right which lets people know hey this house is coming up i give you a brief description and so anyone who's looking in that in that uh you know for that right. profile it fits and they say hey i want to see that house and now they're interested they're eager they're waiting yeah then i do a couple you know, photos. I'll do like three or four to give them yeah. a teaser, and then they're like, "Well, when is it gonna hit?" And so by the time it hits, I've There's got so much demand. I've got five or six, seven people lined yeah. up ready to see the property. And recently, in the last few I've listed, have all gone under contract uh, within thirty days. So the last seven have all gone under. Six of them have gone under contract within three weeks. Wow. So I think that that has a lot to do with the direction I'm now making them more exclusive. So what we're doing is a lot of flips here lately. Right. I'm working with investor four corners properties and development. Um, and we want, our goal is to have a waiting list of particular houses. So they know that when this next house is done by this company, they understand the quality. They know that it's going to be That's a great right. house. And if, if it's an area that they like, that they already know that, Hey, call us, jump on it. Let's right. make it happen. Yep. So yeah, that helps I mean, a lot. I love that. That's their vision. Cause that's what the successful flippers have. Yeah. You know, people know their product. They know it's really good. They know on the home inspection that everything's gonna be taken care of. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's going to be an easy thing. Yep. Um, and you're right. When they know that they purchased a property and they're about to flip it, mm -hmm. it can look like, uh, an elephant took a dump on it. Yep. They that's, don't even care. The best. Yeah. yeah. They don't even, like the buyer yeah. is like, dude, what they're going to do to this home. And is it listed at market value or under market value? Your when I list them, yeah, um, they're listed at market value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and they're aggressive. The thing is, we don't. I don't inflate. You know, I don't right. put ten, fifteen thousand dollars and hope for a low ball right. offer. And then, oh, you know, hope. no, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, no. We're aggressive. Yeah. Um, you know, because I, I I set a realistic expectation with my sellers, and if you don't do that, then you're giving them false hope. Yeah. Your house sits on the market four or five months, and you're wondering what's your broker doing. Yep. You know, so we really want to separate ourselves from that yeah. question. Yeah. Good. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. It's cool because the market's kind of, it's it's pushing up too. There's a lot of pressure where the sales prices are going up too. We're seeing mm -hmm. more multiple offers than we've ever seen um, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, but I want to, I want to go back to the Instagram thing. So sure. you said you get more reach on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Is there anything specific besides doing a picture or a video? Is there anything other than that, uh, a tip or a trick that you yeah, could give. Yeah, I, I, I add everything to my story, right? Okay, so, so your Facebook, Instagram yeah. story, I do, I do a walkthrough in a house and I'll do, I'll put like words on it or, um, you know, three bedrooms, two baths with a picture or, um, you know, and I'll, and I'll show the home and I'll give a couple of pictures on it yeah. or I'll say hit. No, add my ta hashtag or I'll add hashtag, I'll add hashtags of other, um, you know, designs or, or, or I'm sorry, like, uh, homes 
or you know house yeah other other yep. places yep. that so other people like lowes.com like for example if we're doing a flip and lowes um you know has some furniture from lowes i'll tag the furniture that way anyone who's looking on lowes's page now touches the photo and yep. my sort of shows up on their right on their web page so doing a lot of that uh lately i'm new to this uh, my wife is the one who really got me into into instagram it's more of that generation Good. right yeah yeah so I've paid attention to that right away, saw the difference, and she showed me. She's like, this is what you could be doing. Yep. This is what you're doing. And so um, and it is for the, it's a younger, livelier um, platform. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I'd say younger because, you know, now influencer is the biggest, you know, it's huge. Yeah. You know, and it happened like within like three or four. And it's like, what? How did I miss all of that? Yeah. And now I want to be a part of that. Yeah. Right. And so it's, it's something huge where you can now be, you don't have to be a celebrity to have a huge following. That's right. Right. So now you're influencing people and you're telling them, you know, speaking them on life and, and, you know, whatever their missions are, um, yep. you know, it's just a great, it's a great platform for that. Yeah. So it helps a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. What, a, do you see any other plat? Like, are you looking at a next platform? Do you see anything coming on the horizon that you're like, maybe I could use that in my business? <laughs> um, maybe. you know, not yet. I think Instagram is so new for me still that I've, I've got to get a good grasp on that. Yeah. I think I have a good handle of Facebook. The next thing is going to be integrating the two. I love that they're together. Mm-hmm. It makes everything easier. You share one thing on Instagram, you share it to Facebook. Yeah. So if there was something that fell in line that made it more simple, um, I think the next thing is going to have to be hiring a strategic market, uh, you know, marketing person yeah. who handles that stuff for me yep. when we go to the next level. Because that next level, I see it big and bright. I mean, we're trying to do property development, little neighborhoods, and so to do that, you have to step up to the step up to the plate in the right. next level. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's 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 a lot of layers, but I think whoever does the next big one, you know, you know, Vine kind of came and went, mm-hmm. um, you know, Snapchat kind of came and went for a little while. As soon while. as it went public too. And I was like, Oh, those investors yeah, hurt. are hurting. Yeah. Hurting bad. Whew. Yeah. So did you, did you invest? I did not. Okay. okay. I did not. I thought about it. I told <laughs> so somebody about it. I was like, maybe, you know, um, yeah, but, but Instagram and Facebook are one of those that I don't see them going away for, for any time. Soon. Yeah. What do you think could make, Instagram or Facebook better? Do you see something that could, that maybe a platform out there listening to this could be like, oh, then we'll do that. What do you think it's missing? Yeah, well, I think the thing, the big thing that they've changed on Instagram is you can do videos for longer, right? Before right. it was only like 10 second videos. 15. 15. Now it's like, oh, you oh can watch on like, stories, but. And stories, but now you can do like live yeah. videos. Yeah, like Gary Vee does a really long, you know, live videos yeah, that are 30 right. minutes long. So that was like a big breakthrough uh, for Instagram. Um, I think maybe being able to connect in like a chat room, like setting, like if, um, like if you, if there's five people you wanted to meet with and you wanted to add an influencer, you would send like a request or all five of you can be on a, there's probably something like that already. No, go, like, keep going. Well, I'm thinking, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's like if, 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 um, you know, we were in a conversation and we're talking about this idea yeah. and we hashtag the idea. And someone was available to jump in on the conversation, you know, another person, throw, their two cents. throw their two cents in and have a, an open forum. Um, you know, it's, there's other avenues. I'm sure that do that. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's like an online mastermind, an online mastermind through mm-hmm. social media, through social media. Hmm, gotcha. 
Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think there's, <laughs> there's so there are other, there are other but, plays for that. No, I think there's an opportunity there because <clears throat> people are doing that right now mm-hmm. through Facebook groups. Here's the thing: how many Facebook groups have you been? Do you try to delete? Yeah, you get because you have ha- notifications every day. Yeah, you don't even read them. You don't want to do it. So maybe the opportunity is in cutting the noise down to a true valuable conversation. Because I'm in entrepreneur mastermind. Right. 2.0 like right. a thousand times but what who, who can find that 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 gap where there's not as much noise where we can cut down on the friction and we can truly have a conversation that's going to help us build our business but how how does that look sure and how do you keep out the spammers and the people who just are looking you know and mm-hmm. not really executing like maybe i bet there is space there i just don't know what that looks like right somebody's a cap about that on a that. Bit more um you know, there's always a different vision. There's always another way. There's always yeah. something else out there. Yeah. Um, but if I sat and thought about it long enough, I'm sure I would be yeah. up with something. Yeah. I started playing with Vero, V-E-R-O. Okay. Yeah. What's that about? It's just another social media platform. It's not, it, I'm, I'm, look, maybe. Shay. Hey, it could hit. Maybe, right. And <laughs> all I know is I'm posting on there, so I'm, I'm taking Are you getting space. a lot of attention? <clears throat> very new still? Not much, right. Yeah, sure. it's, still, it's still kind of... Matter of fact, it's called Vero Beta. Okay. So it's not even... So haven't even yeah. taken down Beta yet. I think yet. this is an interesting... You know, this is something that's next level. True. You know, all this... Po- the, the podcast and, and the lot... I mean, there's there's got to be something else that's going to support them even more. Right. Um, You know, how to have a, a larger audience base quicker. You know, right. there's, there's gotta be a way to do that. Uh, plugging in like, well, I'm sh- you know, maybe I'm behind the times. It's probably already out. Yeah. Are you guys, so messing, uh, messing with your investor, are you looking at maybe smart homes in the future? Meaning you walk in and be like lights on, right? <laughs> or, or that'd be like cool. That. There, um, obviously, you know, the role of an investor is to make money, right? The goal, that's no his doubt. goal. That's true. So if it makes sense in the numbers, then of course that that would be a nice play. Um, I think obviously the more advanced we get in technology, the more those type of homes are are wanted. Yeah, um, there's more of a market for those. But um, but does the number make sense? Is the return on your investment yeah going to be there? And so that's that's the question. Yeah, um, we just started at you know it's just nothing new, but um, you know we started at in like uh, you know like ring doorbells. You know, little stuff. Yeah. That you know that makes a difference to some people. Um, you know, USB outlets and little little changes like that that yeah. eventually, you know, um, you're kind of leading to it's kind of a the, it's, those it's rings. It's a slow process. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean, rings like, are neat. Yeah, because someone comes to your door, your house is telling you someone's mm-hmm. home, someone's there. Mm-hmm. You know, and alerting you. Do you put a camera inside the house too, or just the ring? Just the ring. Yeah. See, I mean, that is like the intro. Yeah. You know, so it'd be interesting if you guys. People Ever. love to travel. People who are not home. Yep. Babysit. You know, That's who's right. at your door. Um, you know, those are all important. Yeah. And if you guys decide to do a like a pretty good level smart home, yeah. Yeah. can you document it from like the very beginning? Take yes. be the first to take the storytelling from a smart home because you mentioned like the podcast. This is this is kind of why I first started it was because I know we're going to move to smart homes and I want someone to walk into their home and be like, um. So I'm supposed to, I guess I'm supposed to, yeah, yeah, we're supposed to, we're supposed to meet this one agent, Jonathan Rivera. Um, Alexa, let's just say, Alexa, tell me more about Jonathan Rivera. And what's going to happen is these audio platforms are going to come first. 
right? Because okay. you can't you can't visualize this. This is gonna be speakers in your house, and it's gonna say podcast proven by room podcast with Jonathan Rivera. Would you like to hear it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> so it's going to tell your story, right? And yeah. what's going to be super hard is when they hear me say this in their smartphone. So like, yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. But um, <laughs> that's that's the introduction to the audio because yeah. I think I think we're going there, you know, in our homes. Yeah, which you know, I think we're going in a lot of directions with technology in homes. I'm I'm excited to see uh, the advancements and we continue to make strong steps. Um, you know, you know, kind of on the subject, but not yeah. is something I want to talk to you about since I'm here with you. Yeah. What do you think that, how do you think that's going to look for as an agent, you know, when, when we're, when we're supposed to be fearing these bigger platforms like Zillow mm-hmm. and Realtor and, mm-hmm. you know, my, my fear is, are they going to need us? Mm. So there's a big, uh, depends. Some people won't. Right. They'll, they'll, they'd much rather use sight unseen. Yeah, they'd, they'd be <laughs> fine with it. I think this is always a relationship business. Yeah. Um, I will say, you know, that's why you see Gary Keller mm-hmm. and uh, Brad Inman getting yeah. into it on TV, mm-hmm. um, because Gary Keller's like fighting for the industry. Because yeah. you do, you see, you see that we're buying agents are buying leads left and right, mm-hmm. and the thing is, is these agents were never taught, I guess, to build a database that feeds them. Feeds their business, Feeds yeah. their, like, it communicates to you and hands you leads. Yeah. Like, you want to buy leads? Buy a phone book, right? It's a lot cheaper, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the conversion rate is yeah. going to be just as low. Or I step can... outside of your little cubicle and go meet people. Yeah, right, exactly. But here's the thing, we're sell- there's agents selling it out left yeah. and right. Yeah, that's true. You, Zillow just bought Dotloop. I mean, not just, they bought Dotloop, right? And so, Zillow bought Dotloop. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. KW is the only one who signed an agreement with uh, Zillow where they can't get any of our information. It's a data war is what it is, well, right? Course, yeah. And so that's why you're seeing all everything. These, yep. That's why you're seeing all these tech companies. But that's why you also see KW is just doing its dangdest to to uh, protect, to protect the, agents. the agent and the data. The, so the data is not sold. Right. You know, because if they have the data, that's all they need. Right. Then those estimates are a lot more accurate. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But I mean, we, it'd be dumb to think that that's not a threat. And that's why you see like Kelly, the artificial intelligence mm-hmm. that we have and stuff like that, where you can, the end consumer is going to have a lot more uh, in sure. to what's going on. And so is the agent. The agent's going to be more, it's going to be more powerful than ever with, uh, they're going to be tech enabled agents instead of agents who, who need the tech to live. Sure. Yeah. I hope that answered your question. It did. Thank you. <laughs> I think we'll, uh, I guess where I'm going, I think we'll, I think, I think it's a good thing that KW is number one in agent count because with a hundred, almost 200,000 agents on board to help protect the industry, mm-hmm. I think we're in a good place. Yeah. Great. I think we're in yeah, a good place. I agree. I agree. What else? Do you have another one for me? No, no. I was that was just something I, I we went from smart house and I was like, well, you know, how is that? How could how could the future be for the real estate brokers? So yeah, that was just something I I think I'd touch your brain on. Yeah, and I think this more than ever you need to be uh, for the agents who are listening. You need to be in your community like heavy. Yeah, like you can't just be a pop tart agent who just jumps up whenever. Right. You have to now. Yesterday. Two years ago, yeah. you should have been getting deep into your communi- community, reaching out to all the business owners, 
um, really getting um, involved with community events because they're going to, this is why branding is so important. Branding is everything. Yes. This is, so now the people are going to be more involved with your brand mm-hmm. and, and they know the good that you're doing. They want to be involved with that. Sure. It's, it's not about the money that they're going to pay your broker to sell your home. It's what good the money's going to do when Absolutely. they do pay you. Absolutely. And so you, that's, you should be building roots. Mm-hmm. And I think that that idea that I talked to you about before, um, you right. know, the servicing, I think that that is so important for, you know, just people out there under, knowing that you want to help. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's huge. The, and, and to go deeper into that is, mm-hmm. is video the whole thing, document the whole thing, like show the family that it will impact, mm-hmm. like tell their story. Prove it. Prove it. Right. Let me get involved. Let me cry. Jonathan, I want to cry with you. <laughs> you know, like. Break me down, dude. Yeah. Like I want to see, I want to see who who your business is impacting. That's what I want to see. Yeah. And then it's going to be a no brainer to have you come over and list my house. Right. It's yeah. not about you. It's about what good you're doing. Yeah. Well, people when they see that you're passionate about something, yeah, you know, they want they want to follow that passion. They want to be a part of that. Yeah. You know, and so if you're listening and you're a broker and you have no passion, people can tell. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, if you don't love what you're doing. You know, it's very obvious. Yeah. And so um, just make sure that this is what you want to do and stick it out. You know, don't give up after the first year. There's, I'm sure there's many people who broke through ceilings after their first two, three, four years of failure yeah. who are then glad they stuck it out. Um, but it's all about attitude too, right? Yeah. Attitude is like a flat tire. If you don't fix it, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the attitude spectrum, mm-hmm. what do you think they, someone with a strong attitude to survive in this, what do you think they need? They just be really resilient. You know, you have to be undoubtedly resilient. Take the good with the bad. You know, it's almost like you're wearing a bulletproof vest every day because this business, there's dog, it's a dog eat dog world out there, right? Yeah. But there's so many highs yeah. that are followed by a lot of lows. And so you have to be balanced, um, not get too excited, but you know, when you're highest of the highs, you celebrate one day, but the next day it's as if it didn't happen, mm-hmm. right? You can't get super excited about one property going under contract that might be three, four, five hundred thousand, because you've put all your you're excited about it, maybe a million, right? Just depending on how broad your spectrum right. is. But then when that falls through, what mm. what's what's your next step? Right? Are yeah. you gonna sit there and sulk? Or are you already four or five more on your contract because that next day you were still going after the phone, you were still hitting the pavement the same way you did? Are you still making those, you know, touching out, reaching out to those people who are, uh, you know, called you last week to see a house? You know, so it's it's never uh, being too satisfied. Yeah, right. You know, it's it's not being comfortable. Yeah, like we talked about in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's a big thing, um, but it's a grind, man, and it, it's. You have to be willing to answer the phone all the time. <laughs> like, I think that's the biggest thing is, um, you know, except for right except, now in the podcast, except for right now. Yeah. I'm not going to say because <laughs> it's my As this phone rings. 45 times. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. No, but it's, um, you know, it's being available. Yeah. Right. Cause they're going to call, if you don't answer the phone, they're going to call the next broker. Yeah. So, you know, I know we come into, you know, we got a, Time block that that opportunity, but yeah, when if you're a first, second, third year agent, answer, be available. Yeah, so you know it's it's not for everyone. Yeah, um, depending on where you're at in your life. Yeah. So what do you t- So what do you tell that person that is addicted to the grind? 
Yeah. Yeah. What do you tell that person? Well, I'll be honest. I'm st- <laughs> right. I don't know if I'm the person to ask. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. you know, I'm I'm balancing that right now. Yeah. Um. You know, I just got married in May. Congrats. And thank you. And uh, my life has changed significantly in a lot of ways. I've yeah. said, you know, I didn't have a. Uh, what time I needed to be done from the office. Right. Um, it was always, always drink, work, sleep, real estate. Yeah. And so I think, um, you know, one thing that I've taken away from some other brokers who do it is definitely time block. Um, you know, prepare, have that time for your family and loved ones, which sounds crazy, but it, it definitely works. Um, you know, but um, it's setting up your own business hours. You are like an office. Yeah. So if your office closes at eight, you know, then that phone goes off and you spend your time with your loved ones after yeah. eight. Um, that's been a huge struggle for me. Yeah. Huge. Cause I'm very competitive and I want to take every call. I want to help every person. Yeah. And I feel like if I drop one, it's like, ah, day's over. Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you know, it's, what am I going to do to pick myself up yeah, now? Yeah. I got to call five more. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, um, I don't know, but yeah, keep keep shooting yeah. at me. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I, so no, I get it. I mean, I I remember there was a conversation with a super successful guy. The guy actually owns his own coaching program now. Mm-hmm. Owns an island. Okay. Yep. Pretty actually, I think he's selling it. Um, this guy in Australia. No, different um, guy. Okay. Yeah, he owns all of Australia. That yeah. is his island. <laughs> yeah. No, um, but uh, yeah. So I, I after class, I went up to him and I asked him. I was like. Cause we were all about time blocking the one thing is what the class was called. Okay. The one thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I think there's something wrong with me, man. Like everyone's like, you know, this real estate thing is interrupting my life and mm-hmm. dang it. And I was like, I think I'm opposite. I was like, dude, yeah. I, I'm like addicted to this thing. Yeah. Like wean me down. How do I do this? Um, he was like, yeah, that's going to live with you forever. Um, but anyways, I'm all ears. Cause yeah. I'm, I'm over here taking that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and I, and I think there's a lot of truth to what you said. If you're a first agent, grind time baby like yeah. tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of work and then load more work on that right because hard work beats skill every time right mm-hmm. and and you can you can whoever's skillful next to you you can crush them through hard work yes um always always so i i was that person and i had an expectation conversation with the family too you know i said give me two years of just dead die work mm-hmm. like i mean if you look at look at the Look at that. So I stay with a job for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I'm unhappy. I come home unhappy. I complain every night. And I'm and I'm and and my end goal is to get a pension from the same company that I hate. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to sell my pension in the long run. Mm-hmm. So I can do that for 30 years. Yeah, be miserable. And be miserable. Or I can go sleepless for two. Right. And build a life by design. Yes, sir. Which one sounds best for you? <laughs> right? Yeah. And so it's like. I just kind of had that expectation conversation and, and it was, it was die for two years. Yeah. And you got to convince their loved ones about that too. Yeah. I think that's the hard part. Yeah. Well, why is it important (laughs) to them? Right? Like X amount of money could be made. Right. Remember, it's not about the money. It's what good the money can do. So what, what could this money be used for, babe? Sure. Like I have more time with you. Yep. More time. Sure. Could it buy more time back? Yep. Yes, sir. Like it could also like go back home. Mm-hmm. See the family for weeks. Yeah. Like there's a lot of good that it can do a as ton. well. A ton. And it frees you up. You know, it's it's like you said, those first few years are grind, grind, grind. Yeah. And then you kind of learn how to filter. Yeah. You're learning 
you know, maybe if I say, then I really know if they're really motivated or, you know, just depending on what right. their situation, you know That's how to exactly have the right, right conversations yeah. and your business becomes more efficient yeah, uh, and more effective for sure. Yeah. So, so you, uh, what do you, what do you got going on next? Like, what are you, what are you looking forward to that's coming up? Next, I want to get my GC license. That's next. Mm, is it? Yeah, that's next. That's mm. the plan for 2019. Why? Um, because, Ruben, I, I love residential. I love, you know, being a real estate broker. But I want to also dabble into development. And I think that our market has a huge opportunity for houses in that 150 160 price range yeah. that are affordable that look nice um you know it's helping out you know middle class, you know it's not that high beautiful fancy house right and it's not you know it's right there in the middle where i think a lot of people can benefit the market that i live in we're, we're overflowed with dated houses you know, Fayetteville's a little bit different market. Right. Robinson County, you have houses from the 60s and 70s that haven't been touched since. And right. if you can give them a new product with the with with the upgrades that they want, you know, um, at a price point that they can afford, there's an incredible opportunity there. And I also want to help people. There's opportunity that I can people that are skilled in this job that don't have that don't haven't met the right person. Um, you know, you got subcontractors that right. don't have their license that can't do, they're limited. So I want to be able to provide opportunities for other people to help, um, you know, and help, you know, give them jobs, provide opportunities for them. Right. Which is, uh, you know, goes along the same lines as that little company I was telling you that we opened, um, which is the transportation business. I know it's a totally different. No, go for it. Different avenue. But, um, we started, uh, we bought a 45 passenger bus. Um, so in Robinson County, our intention is to help people get to work. Smithfield, Sanderson Farms, Mount Air, who either don't have a car, have lost their license, or family that only has one vehicle. Right. When that vehicle's gone, wife needs it, whatever the case may be, that we're providing them the opportunity to get to home, get to work safely on time so that they're not risking their jobs. A lot of these home income families are one income. Right. You're not there, show up for one day at work, you're fired. Yeah. You know, and so we really want to be able to help them. Um, knowing that they're going to get to work, trust. Yeah. Tr Cause there's no, there's no public transportation. Yeah. So have you, there's no Uber. There's yeah. No cabs. Right. You know, so no, that's awesome. So have you heard any of their stories? Some of the people who have, yeah, I know people who wait at the bus stop, you know, depending on the time of year for an hour and a half, two hours, you know, for a ride. Some people who have paid a week in advance, two weeks in advance and the ride doesn't show up, you mm -hmm. know, um, people who, who, like I said before, have one single family car, Yeah. but what do you do now? The wife takes them to work and then just go back and pick them up and then might be other obligations. And so, um, you know, or some, or that guy who, you know, made some bad decisions and, you know, lost his license. And now he's struggling to find a job because he can't get to work. Yeah. Well, if he had that transportation system, that yeah. wouldn't be a reason. It wouldn't be an So excuse. is the bus up and running now? It start. It'll Monday. Oh, gotcha. Monday is the first day. So we've got uh, all of our documentation. We've licensed it. We've uh, I'm sorry, not licensed Dang. it. We've got a, hit yeah, Monday. CDL. Nice. Hit Monday. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the insurance was the tricky part. I bet insurance was the tricky part but it's a cool opportunity so we're trying to do other things what's really cool how it helps the real estate business is i've got a tv on there with all my mark of all my course listings. you do yeah yeah well yeah. and and what better so it's worth i mean what better than 
than seeing me every day when they get on the bus. And what you're looking at getting your GC license and, and getting that affordable 120, 130, 150, 140, 150 yeah. Yeah. range, like I'm sure – and maybe, and you'd correct me if I'm wrong, that's going to be like 80% of the listings that are going to show on that TV because sure. of your market. Absolutely. And if they don't know some, you know, if that's not them, if it's that's not for them, they'll know someone. Who do you know? That's the you? best. It's always, right? Um, so, and um, of course, we'll be putting other companies on, on that TV that will constantly be marketing those businesses that are supportive of right. that business. Yeah. So doctors, attorneys, lawyers. I said that already. Um, but, but it's marketing. Yeah. You know, there's a, is a, it's underserved demographic. Sure. So, um, that's one little cool thing that we're still, that we're working on. It'd be interesting. Do you have a YouTube channel? I don't. I need one. I know. So when you hire that marketing person, <laughs> um, have them do that because how Day cool, one. yeah. How cool would it be that one of the playlists is that bus and in that playlist is some of the stories of those people that you've helped you know they were struggling or whatever that looks like and sure here you come with that bus and they're like first you know they i didn't even believe it like this guy whatever he's charging four hundred dollars a head you know like yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. but and it ended up being a real thing and now i can go but it'd be i want that buy-in like i want i want to cry with you jonathan yes no i know you know and i want to see who you're really affecting it'd be cool if you had a playlist like that i think that's a great point i think that's an awesome idea i think you know from the get-go we're definitely helping a lot of people some of them are paying 80 to 100 dollars a week right we're charging them five dollars five dollars ride for five five dollars so their back might be 10 um but you know it's half of what they're paying now yeah, and when you're already making a limited salary, and, and a, f- a quarter of your profit comes to, goes towards paying your transportation, I mean, right. you know, it, it's a tough, it's tough. So yeah. hopefully, this will be a good resource for them and something that can help save them some money down the road. That's awesome. Yeah, it'd be cool. So when you said the GC thing and yeah. development, Back to that. yeah, no, yeah, and sorry. I love that, and I, and I'm excited to see that thing explode yeah. and see where it goes i'm sure you'll have more than one bus mm-hmm. you know eventually yep. it, it's gonna be real it's gonna be cool that we heard it here first yes you, know? you, are, you are you have heard it here first <laughs> this is the truth yeah. so um and then to watch it grow it's gonna be so cool yeah yeah i'm definitely excited about the gc license um get being able to put my creative touch on some of the development is something i've always wanted to do yeah of course so um that'll be really neat and i'm fortunate enough to have people that trust me to do that yeah <laughs> so to bring for me and yeah to bring quick because i don't i don't know much about the gc side uh-huh. um so are you looking to get so buying land and then actually put new construction homes well, my, I, or just know, the that's, flip that's, side that's one of that's one of the ideas right gotcha. so we what we want to do is you know, obviously through experience and, um, you know, building a reputation of well-built homes, we want to be able to put on bids, not only on residential, but commercial as well. Right. You know, oh, bids okay. on, you know, large developments. Right. Oh, um, gotcha. Obviously that's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta have the vision, right? To start. Scale up. S- scale up. So yeah. the vision I see is, you know, building, you know, doing some things, maybe if it's in, you know, different parts of the county or, or different states, you know, that crosses borders, you know, we don't have to be limited to North Carolina. Yeah. Um, I've got family in Florida that, you know, that do high end development there. My uncle owns a real estate company in Florida and, um, you know, roofing bids for, let's say, Publix or whatever it is, you know, oh, so gotcha. getting into all kind broad, broad range of construction. Um, 
but obviously the the short term goal is to start by doing little neighborhoods. Maybe start with one, yeah. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> buy buy five acres and then put one property on it. Hmm. It'd be interesting. What What do you? All right. Go ahead. What do you call that neighborhood? What's the name of the neighborhood? Ooh. God, that's a great question. <laughs> um. Uh, 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 Riviera something. <laughs> Riviera retreat. Riviera retreat. No, I don't know. That's a great. I'm I'm gonna think about that one, and I'll get back with you. But um, yeah. No, that'd be really neat. I wonder how a lot of these people come up with them. Sandstone and you know. There's probably marketing there's, there's, research, there's you know. It, yeah. But I I say you know the name doesn't make you. You make the yeah. name. So it'd be interesting to uh, be interesting to see what that. Yeah, Maybe one cool. street's called like Proven by Ruben. Proven. Yeah, and the other street and it can't Ruben. be a cul-de-sac. Like I don't want no cul-de-sac. <laughs> no <dead ends. laughs> it's gotta okay. be. It's gotta be the best, strongest yeah. road in there. Yes, yes, um, that'd be really cool. Yeah. All right. So I have a few questions for that. But yeah, what you got? All right. So, um, do you have a favorite failure that you believe has set you up for success? A favorite failure. I failed a lot, man. Um, the one I that think sticks out, yeah. the one that sticks out is this my real estate career or is this just in life? Both, both. And if it ties into both, then great. I don't want you to limit yourself on one of those. No, right? I so know. I, I think what I, what, what really just launched me to be, just changed my mindset completely. I got in some trouble when I was growing up. You know, I was I was not always I didn't make the best decisions, mm-hmm. um, and it took me a while to realize that, unfortunately. But I think what really hit home, and I'm and I might get personal here, is I had a stepfather who didn't support any of my aspirations. Um, I first wasn't great in school, but I knew I wanted to be something. I was an athlete at the time. I just wanted to play sports. And I know I'm kind of going all over the map here, but I think what I'm getting back to is um, I, for the first time, had applied for this company called Northwestern Mutual. I was going to sell life insurance. And he crushed that opportunity. Just like crushed it. I was wearing his suits. I I got the job. And I didn't have any suits at the time, so I was wearing his suit. And um, him and my mom were going through a nasty divorce. I know I'm getting... All good. Yeah. But... uh, when he asked me to, um, uh, when he asked me to to uh, speak on his behalf as to why my mother wasn't a good mother, and I denied that, mm. he said he took away my suits, my opportunity to work for this company, talked to called the, the the guy who hired me, whoa, and told me not to hire me, dang, himself, and from there he told me he said you'll never be as successful as I am. And I know that's crazy, and I know that you weren't expecting that answer, but that since that day I was 24, I was like not that young. <laughs> right. The next year I moved back to North Carolina, finished school, and I started this obesity prevention program. And that was like, now I'm now I'm honed in. Now yeah. I know what I want to do. So it was being told that you'll never do something that lit the fire underneath me. So that failure of never being successful was my biggest fear. And then mm. it launched me into an opportunity where I said, I am never not going to be successful. Um, but I think failure is very important. It is the most important 
because it's where all your lessons are learned. And yeah. so I failed time over time, um, you know, in a lot of ways, not just in my personal life. You know, I failed in relationships. I failed in friendships. I failed in business. Um, but for specifically that one always sticks out. It's nothing I did wrong. It was more of like I realized how people can be mm-hmm. and I didn't want to be um, – in that I wanted to make, have a better opportunity, better, better life for myself. Yeah. And really sit down and just, um, you know, focus on that. Um, but failure in real estate, I realized one, one thing was, um, you never know the expectation, for example, for a seller and how often they want to communicate. Yeah. Unless you set that up front. Right. Well, as an early real estate broker, I didn't know how to set that expectation. I didn't know what that looked like. Um, I didn't have people in my real estate corner that taught me well. Right. And um, I think the biggest thing was, um, you know, if you if your listing is not getting shown, you still have to communicate. You still have to. Yeah. They still have to know that you're doing something. Yeah. Whether it's like, hey, we didn't get any showing today. Yeah. You know, just calling them and reminding them of that. I think that constant communication could is where a lot of us fail. Right. Because they're then they're gonna go to the next agent who calls them every day. You know, yeah. but you have to be able to adapt. And in this business, you have to figure out what your weaknesses are. And it's okay that you fall on your face. But then to be willing to adapt and make those changes in order to continue to grow your business. I think mm-hmm. that's where um, you know, every failure is an opportunity to learn something new. And it's what you do, obviously, with that failure that helps you get to the next level. So specifically, I mean, I look at a lot of things yeah. as failures. You know, if I didn't get a listing or if I didn't, you know, price it the right it's just it's I it's every day is a game with myself. Yeah. You know, so I'm competing against myself every single day. Yeah. No, that and that's a that's a big honestly, a big flame that got lit. Because all that, like the real estate stuff, the failures, came from a byproduct of that one time you were told you'll never succeed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And um, let me know because you get dressed up in some pretty fly clothes. Thank you. Yeah, like suits, <laughs> except for that one suit on your Instagram story that was how much? That 6, jacket? 6,900. 6,900, almost yeah, 5, seven grand per coat. Yeah. Um, but do you think that ties into that where like all, your, all his suits or whatever that were taken away and now you're like, I'm going to get, I'm I'll, going to look fly in yeah. my own suits that I buy. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it definitely, it hurt. Cause I, you know, it was like, you know what, you know, it's like, and it took away everything that I had to, to do the job. Cause you got to look good to perform good. Right. right. You feel good. You yeah. feel good. You do well. Yeah. You know, that's in everything. Yeah. And, um, you know, when that was taken away from me because I didn't have any money to buy you know, several hundred dollar suits. Yeah. You know, and so I think that when I when I turned the corner is when I said, you know what, that was a, a huge lesson in many ways. And I think subliminally or subconsciously, I do I now, you know, will never let that keep me mm-hmm. from getting to the next level. So yeah, I like to yeah. dress well. Um, you know, obviously today I'm a t shirt, but yeah. Um most days I people are trusting you with hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars. And if you're not dressed the part, if you don't act the part, if you don't look the part, um, you know, it's, it makes a big difference. Yeah. So, and you have to be comfortable with yourself. If you're not comfortable in a suit, 
Dude, don't by all means. Don't. Something's not working. Yeah, something's not like working. You're, you're looking like something's off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can tell. Yeah, exactly. You can see it. Yeah, the guy's got the big collar yeah. and the boat. You know, the, 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 doesn't <laughs> yeah. quite fit. Yeah, but um, you know, I I think uh, yeah, I think that that's safe to say, and and that will never be uh, anything that's gonna hold me back in the future. Well, good. Don't let it. Yes, you're looking fly, my Thank man. You, Thank you. Keep Thank doing you. that. Try to. What profession other than your own would be fun to attempt? Hmm. Another profession other than my own. I love real estate. Um, I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. Really? Why? That would be really cool. <laughs> Flying jets. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I have to explain that any further. <laughs> yeah. like, like, adre- I'm an adrenaline. drop. Yeah. I'm an adrenaline uh, junk. Not junk. I wouldn't say junkie because I don't yeah. do all the... Yeah, I would love to fly, jump out of a plane, but I think I, I saw a picture of a Air Force fighter pilot, you know, the other day, and they are just bad dudes. They're just yeah. like, you know, very intelligent, very smart. Um, you know, they're 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 that's really cool. I think uh, that's like the kid's dream, right? I think another profession would be um, a stockbroker in New York. Why? Oh man, that's just talk about hustle and grind. Yeah, and and being able to you know, you know, you're in New York City and these, these high rise luxury apartments and those guys grind, man. <laughs> you talk about yeah. in the heat. Yeah, you know those. That's that's some in, that's a dog eat dog right there. And yeah. So I think my competitive nature would would be something that I think that that would help if I ever got into something yeah. like that. I think cool. they got a lot of high frequency trading going on now. I yeah, mean, it's I a lot of computers. Yeah, well, that's true. But I love the old school. Like, I yeah, know it's exactly. not so much like the bullpen. The, yeah, the pit. Right? Yeah, those buy and sells. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, well, I get yeah. it. Um, let's see. No, that's yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, that's it, dude. There's fly in on your jet, park <laughs> on Wall Street, yes. jump in, sell some stock, and fly away. Yep. You I know, it'd be w- interesting. Do you think that you'll ever? Uh, you think you'll get to the point to where you'll have a jet? Um. Probably. So, dude, sit next to that pilot. Yeah. Kind of when he puts that thing on auto or whatever, push that mug over and yeah. just kind of like. <laughs> I mean, if you don't dream it, it'll never happen. Right. You right. Know? So I'm well, all a believer in that for sure. The sky's a limit in real estate. 100%. There's nothing to say that can't happen. nothing capping me. Nope. Nothing. Whether I. Nothing. I can see it now, dude. I'm like, I'm looking at the, the seats. Mm-hmm. And it's got that logo, like in the headrest. <laughs> in the headrest. Yep. It and there's one the that says founder. And that's where you sit. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, purchases are less than $100 that have most improved your life. Purchases less than $100. Um, that's a great question, Ruben. Um, you know, there's often books that, you know, that I could, that I, I get dabble in. I, I have trouble finishing. I always start, but I need to finish. Um, I think there's some, there's some, I know there's some great books out there. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Everyone knows um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. Um, there's some new ones. You know, one thing I've got that I just read, started reading on my way to Houston last week, which is a good one. Um, some other important things that helped my life. Buying flowers for my wife for $100, right? <laughs> That's a good Same answer, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Those will change your life forever. <laughs> um, you know, a lot of things don't have to cost money at all. 
you know, it's writing a card to a client, mm-hmm. you know, that you you knew that they needed some support and you were there for them. You wrote, you cared, you asked questions. You yeah. Know, that's free. Yeah. Um, you know, those are, those are things that I try to do. Um, you know, Facebook ads, <laughs> my business, right? No, I mean, you know, there's, there, there could be a lot of things. I guess if I, what, what's What's another one you got? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I, answer, I think you, I you dude, that. I think you did one of the best buying flowers for the wife. Like, yeah, that's a great answer. Yeah. Um, all right. So two more questions. Yes. Since I peppered you with questions, okay. what question do you have for me? Okay. Um, how is this experience podcast? How's it going for you? Uh, and what what are what are what's the biggest takeaway? Um, and what are some things you can do to improve? All right. So that was a um, layered question. Yeah, experience or the experience of it, mm-hmm. amazing. Love it. It's it's very it was very uncomfortable. So and I love you start to get attracted to being uncomfortable, right? Like, so that's been, that's been a lot of fun. Um, the biggest takeaway is the opportunity that has opened. This opened up a ton of opportunity. Yeah. Because all I'm doing is talking to business owners. So what do you think the conversation is after and before the podcast? That's a lot of opportunity. If, if you're ready for the opportunity, like if you go in that conversation, knowing there's opportunity, you'll, You'll, your mind will be alerted to the opportunity as soon sure. as you hear it. Sure. So that's you'll been, know. you'll know. And you're like, beep, beep. interject. Yep. <laughs> right? Yep. And you jump right in. So that's been a big aha from this whole thing. Okay. Um, what can improve it is hiring someone to chop all this up, chop it up and make it bite sized pieces to be the gateway drug, mm-hmm. uh, if I could use a better word, but a yeah. gateway drug to more of my content. Okay. I just, I think someone can chop this up. I think when you said the bus idea, mm-hmm. like chopping that up to... and put it on YouTube and be like, uh, Rivera, uh, Rivera buses. What does Ride it mean? Ride safe LLC. Ride safe LLC. Uh, yeah. Right. And like, yeah. either way, it's a, it's a small sure. chunk of what they could get when they listen to the whole thing. And then maybe also chopping it up where there's a picture of you and I like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're watching a video, I'm like in a weird pose, but it's yeah. like, you just said something crazy. Like just, def- just, it was an excellent saying or a phrase. And then adding that to the picture and uploading it into LinkedIn, Instagram, and like just more and more content from this one platform. Yeah. And I need to hire someone to do that. Yeah. There's Leverage. the opportunity. Leverage it off. Yeah. To chunk Cause you just out. don't have time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. it. So in the last question, what, what question do you have for everyone listening? And then we'll close it up. Um, you know, you know, you, you, you immediately went, there's a couple of qu- questions that I, that I struggled with in the beginning. It's like, what were your failures? Um, I have such a selective memory that I try to, you know, forget about them, you know, cause I, 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 I I can't really pinpoint them because I, I've tried to focus so much on, you know, getting to the, the ultimate goal. Um, but my question is, what, what do you do with those failures and how do you, um, make them a part of your daily life? Mm. Right. Make them right. a part of your daily life so that, um, they continue to push you in, in a forward scaling 
high trajectory. Um, I don't know if that's a question. I guess it's. Um, I think that's. So, I think it's a great question because a lot of people have failures. Mm-hmm. But I think the the way that you broke it down was like, what do you do that? What do you do with those failure failures every day? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you improving yourself every day from the right. failures? Right. Like, yeah, I mean, because you know, you one there's you could learn from something every single day. Yeah, and it's how do you apply those things, and not say that you're going to apply those things, but how you actually do it. Right. So, um, you know, that's something that I struggle with all the time. So where can they find you to let you know the answer to that? Yeah. So you can find me, you can email me at uh, yourlumbertonrealtor at gmail or jdr.realtor at gmail.com. Um, you can text me. <laughs> can, they, <laughs> uh, can they follow you on social media? Yes, you can follow me on social media. Uh, my Facebook page is Jonathan Rivera. Um, my Instagram is at... Uh, my Instagram is um, your uh, realtor or Jonathan, your realtor. Sorry. <laughs> Let me start that over. I keep Jonathan. Don't look at your phone. Jonathan uh, underscore your realtor. Sorry you got about it. that. You're good, man. You're uh, good. Jonathan underscore your realtor. Um, it's been great, Ruben. I appreciate the opportunity. Of course. Of course. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. And for everyone listening, make sure that you subscribe to the Proven by Ruben podcast on audio and video because we're on YouTube. And then make sure that you guys don't miss any of this good stuff. Yeah. Thanks again, Jonathan. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. You're the man. Awesome, man.